Hey everybody, here we are at Bellied Up Podcast. We're we're at the VFW here in downtown Fargo, right across from the ice skating rink. Yep. And I'm here with my uh, good pal, Miles, the You Betcha guy. I am here. I'm ready to roll. We got a nice corner bar seat, which is exciting. And uh, I'm happy to be here. Happy to take some calls with you, Miles. Um, Miles, what's on your mind? How you living? Hey, have you been on the ice skating rink yet? I haven't, no. Are you, um, are you a good ice skater? You know, it's been probably since I was like 14, 15 since I've been on the ice. Come on, um, man. What's wrong with we you? We once in a while would go. So it, there was a little outdoor rink growing up that we would we would sneak over to me and my brothers. Yeah. Um, and then one winter, for some reason, we went out to our lake cabin area mm-hmm. quite a bit. And we would like shovel off the snow and skate on the lake yeah so that was kind of fun but i literally just haven't done it since then i don't even own skates but you you know know, now that i'm gonna be a dad i might have to get back into it i think so you know what i think to to get back into you you know preparing for the day i think you and i after this maybe go over that ice skating rink and and take a a spin around you could yeah that'd be nice um a, a, um, a mandate yeah, well, and honestly, I think ice skating is very Midwest. You know, I, I wish that I did it more. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to a question that we were talking about before the podcast, Charlie. Oh, you guys had questions. Well, when we were waiting here. for you to, I show was up. like, yep. this place is right across from my hotel, and we I had was a thirty-second walk here. <laughs> I did text though. I texted. I said, hey, "I'm going to be there right at 11. Showed up eleven oh three. So. The, we were talking about if aliens came to Earth, what in the Midwest would you show them? And you can't say the Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> well, why would I show them that? <laughs> because okay. that's what you say for everything. Well, here's what I would show them. I would be like, all right, this water here, these are the Great Lakes. And 20% of all the necessary sustenance we humans need to live 20 percent in the world is located right here i would be i would show them what do you mean by that i i mean i would show them the great lakes because i think they're cool i'd be like you can catch fish out of that and then the aliens would be like do you need the sustenance to survive and i'd be like oh yeah there's fresh water in there <laughs> how much fresh water is in the planet well 20 percent of all of it's right here oh i see and what you're saying they bring over the alien starship and and then that's how I would inadvertently create alien overlords by giving them too much information because I wouldn't shut up about it. You know? Yeah. That's what I think I would do. Okay. I, I think I'm going to go a different route. Okay. I think I want to show them more of the cultural side. Mm. So as much as it pains me to say, because you're going to be rock hard after this, but I think I would take them to Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'd take him to some. Yeah. Sorry, I was pushing off against the back bar there. And I'd take him to some bars. Yeah. And then I think I would take him to a Packer game because Lambo, in my mind, embodies what the Midwest is oh. in a cultural event. Oh. Oh God, I am aroused and crying at the same and, time. Miles. And Jared is a big Vikings fan, and I think he would also agree with me on that. Well, that um. God, you guys, I feel like uh, it's my birthday right now. Um, Aliens would have a great time at the bar and tailgating, and then they would love being in Lambeau Field. Yeah, they really they really would. In fact, um, that time that we went to the game mm-hmm. together, I mean, 
that was really. I could not. I still to this day cannot believe how easy it was to get beers in that stadium. There was no lines because there was a beer station. There was probably two beer stations per section in that stadium. I felt like. Yeah. And, you, and people walking up and down the aisles selling beers. I mean, I had more beer in that stadium than I have all the other stadiums combined, I feel like, because there was no wait time. They they know their clientele, yes. Miles. They know their clientele. Um, do you, So you think the aliens would be Packers fans after this experience, or do you think that they would be just very thrown by the whole situation? I think they would have to be Packers fans after that. Yeah, I mean, they're already Packers colors. You know, aliens are green. They're halfway there. Yeah, that's true. See, when I view of alien, they're more blue. Oh, really? Is that weird? No, alien, dude, aliens are not blue. Everybody knows that aliens are green. Watch. Uh, uh, are you watching? Um, do you know your history? Are you watching sci-fi movies from the 50s? Or are you like? Yeah, but are any of those based off of real aliens? We yeah. Don't we don't yeah. know. No, they are. Oh, Yeah. Uh, UFOs landed. Have you not seen Men in Black? I have. UFOs yes. landed Area 51. They have actual aliens there. They are green. Okay. The government said we we have aliens. Only, I mean, we have to have aliens. Do you think we're part of the simulation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're that's a whole nother discussion. Okay. I think, All right. Well, we should take some callers then. <laughs> I guess so. Are you a little mad that I be, that I came up with Lambo and you came up with water? I mean, it, I, you're throwing me at. I'm coming off a stressful morning. I'm shaking the dust off, you know, uh, of the old brain here. And I think some callers will really do me good. And maybe I should drink more of this beer instead of the water there. There you go. All right. Well, let's take some callers, Charles. Rock and roll, buddy. Welcome to the Bellied Up Podcast. Who do we got on the line? This is Jack. Jack, my man. What's going on today? How you doing, Miles? I'm doing good. I'm here with Charlie, too. Why don't you belly up to the bar with us? Tell us what's on your mind. I'm doing good, too, Jack. Thanks for asking. <laughs> nice to see you, Charlie. Good to see you, well, my I'm guy. I'm sitting over here in uh, Sheboygan. I'm uh, sitting here in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, enjoying my snow day. Yeah, I heard there's a snow day, but no snow yet, huh? Yeah, I know. It's just uh, it's a wintry mix over by the lake right now. Ah, the old wintry mix. Where are you guys at today? We are over here in Fargo, North Dakota at the VFW today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. How's the weather over in Fargo? You guys get hit with the winter storm at all? Well, it's it's sunny out and it's snowing, which is a confusing thing. I feel like I'm in a snow globe right now. Okay. It is very snow globe. You know, the, the snow here is very soft and, and dry, so it kind of does this thing where it just is constantly blowing off the tops of buildings. So it is, it's very snow globe. Very, very whimsical here. Yeah. Well, well, fella, what do you got on your mind? <clears throat> well... Um, so last year, well, I'll start with this. My father-in-law grew up on a farm just west of Fond du Lac. Charlie, you might know, you know where Neshkoro is? Yeah, yeah, right over there, huh? Yeah, just west of Fond du Lac is. Sure. And unfortunately, last year, there was a house fire. And so the original part of the house um, was destroyed enough that they had to tear it down. But my question is... Um, I need some advice on um, how to rebuild it because he's a guy that wants to do everything on his own. 
and he knows a lot about construction, but I'm his son-in-law and I want to know more and I want to be able to help them, but I don't know shit about construction. And so I want to be able to help them rebuild the new farm and learn a little bit at the same time. So I was wondering if you had any advice on how a guy who knows nothing about construction can still be useful in a process like this. Now, as well as some Midwest advice from you, Charlie, on how to design it or what I should put in it or whatever. Oh, okay. I like uh, how he already yeah. takes away the fact that I know anything about construction by saying... And then he I adds in a question for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> first question is, are you a little bit insecure about not knowing as much about construction and you're worried that he's going to kind of roll his eyes at your current knowledge or you just want to learn? I guess I would say I'm a little insecure and I'm not, he's, he doesn't like work construction. I guess it's more of a way that I want to like, just like make myself useful and be like, I don't know. Cause he's not really like a construction worker. He's just a guy that likes to do stuff on his own. So he's kind of learning as well, but I don't want to just like show up and do nothing. I want to make myself useful. So I want to figure out a way to like make that happen but not look stupid at the same time well first i just want to say you're a great uh son-in-law you know you're really yeah. putting the effort in on this one <laughs> now miles is the oh, resident yeah. bellied up construction uh expert so well, I'm gonna i wouldn't let, go that far i'm gonna let him take the lead here i'm just his little tackle box now right? i think the most important thing right off the bat is the way that you're going to get exposed by this work is if you do something and you do it wrong or you don't use the correct tool or maybe you swing a uh -huh. hammer and you miss every single time. So what I would do okay. is I would because I, if I know anything about father-in-laws, they're very particular about how they want stuff done and what you should do yeah. before you start any project that he is giving you. You want to say, uh, you know, I, I know how I would do this project, but I want to do it the way that you want me to do it. So if, you know, do you have anything that you would like me to do so that I don't do it wrong and I want to respect what you want to build here? Sounds like you talking to your dad right now. A little bit. Yeah. So then it's like, oh. You know, he knows how to do this. He just wants to do it the way that I want to do it. He's going to like you more. You're going to do it the correct way. And you're going to hide the fact that maybe you don't know, even know how to do it at all. Sure. And then when he gives you yeah, that, that makes sense. when he gives you that little bit of leeway to go do it in the way that he tells you to do it and whatever, that's when you got to make sure you have access to good internet because you're going to need <laughs> YouTube. Yes. You are going to need to YouTube the hell out of this thing. Do not try to do it on your own and don't try to just follow the way he tells you to do it because you're not going to remember that. Let's be honest. You're going to miss a critical step. <laughs> and uh, then the, then his whole damn house, it's not going to catch on fire. It's just going to fall down on him and then you're going to have even bigger problems. So make sure you YouTube it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, also don't Sounds pull good. permits. It's just going to cost you more taxes. And I don't think you even need permits out there. Do you? I don't think in so. In farm country? Yeah. Nah. He has a bill. He has a bill permit. It's posted on the wall somewhere. I know he's done that. But Did he write it, it up in Sharpie? Oh, I didn't have one. Oh. Also, you're going to yeah, have. He is very I would also Google uh, common construction lingo if I were you. 
you know, if, uh, oh, sure. you know, Hey, you know, we just, we just got to move that a little, a skosh, right? You're like, okay, well, how far is that? It, it, do I go left? Do I go right? You got to Google, know these terms ahead of time so that when he is using his lingo, you're going to know what to do. Otherwise you're going to be standing there with your hammer in your hand, wondering what to do. Yep. I'm also going to throw this out there. You've got to start pretending like you have a hearing problem now. Lay the foundation for him to repeat stuff often and give yourself plausible deniability where if you screw something up, you're like, ah, I'm sorry. You know, pop, I uh, I shot the gun too much and I can't hear as good. So I'm out here trying, but I, I've got this uh, hearing impairment. Yeah. All my years of doing construction, I just have bad hearing from it. I should have wore ear protection. Yeah. Yeah. And actually that's that's or or um uh <laughs> yeah, the, the construction, the gun, or you can say you got memory problems because you hit your head on the construction site too. Yeah. And so and then make him write it yeah. down. Write this stuff down. He's going to remember exactly what he said to you. It's going to go in one ear out the other for you. So make sure you write it down. Another tip Uh, when you're writing this stuff down, do if you use paper, he will know so fast that you'd have never done anything construction wise. I want you to grab any piece of scrap. It could be sheetrock. It could be a two by four, could be plywood. And you write anything that he says down on that. Therefore, he will know that you're not an imposter because you're using a pen and a piece of paper. That's great advice. It's always a big freaking square pencil and a two by four is your notebook. Good. What, what are you specifically nervous about going into this? Is there something in your mind? You're like, I "I really don't know how to do. I guess it would be just like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a teacher. And so I'm not really familiar with like building things. And he's like doing this from scratch. So I guess like framing or putting in drywall or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I just need like, he's, he hired someone to help because he's not like a professional construction worker. So he has people that come in and like do stuff. So I guess just the biggest thing is just like trying to find like what little things do you think I could do Oh yeah, as a person who never really like like i don't need to help with any like the major major stuff it's mostly just like the little things that you can get done on the weekend or just things like that like what do you think are some things that i could be like hey chad what are some things you need help with that i could easily get done what do you think i think that you could easily be the grunt work guy that was kind of my role right i i'm not great at finishing stuff Right. So I was not great Mm -hmm. with making sure every cut was square. I wasn't great with all that. But if you give me a job to move this thing from point A to point B, if maybe the demolition could be a good one, you can't mess up demolition. I mean, right. I I hate to say this, but I've, you know, you take (laughs) out a bathroom and they're like, oh, we we wanted to keep that toilet and it's uh, broke. You know, (laughs) you can mess up demolition. Speaking from experience, that is true. Put a hammer right through a toilet. That advice was not Charlie proof. Uh, No, no. Oh, I I do. uh, I agree with Miles on that last thing. I'll say, you know, it's it's always hard to go from YouTube video to practice and, and just give yourself a little semblance. Maybe you can frame up something you want in your basement, perhaps a bar, 
You know, put a little bar in your basement. Oh, you have that. Charlie, I got a bar. I have a bar with eight bar stools. I had the best New Year's Eve party ever. Oh, good for you. Did you build it? No, it was here when the the yeah. previous owner built it. You're gonna, well, this is a great project. You're going to tear that bar out, <laughs> and then you're going to start from scratch because you got to have some experience under your belt. Yeah, if you could just give yourself one little bar to build, and, and maybe if you don't want to tear the one out in your basement, go build a bar in your garage. Add, add on to the current bar. Add on to the current one. Frame something a little bit. Put up some drywall. Give yourself just a base layer of something. You know, uh, and show up with a show up with a good drill. Don't show up with a piece of crap. Otherwise, um, th- that'll be a that'll be a nowhere right there. Too. Mm-hmm. But when you build the thing, you'll have a decent yep. drill. So I, I think I think there's some there. Also, make sure the batteries are charged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh. No, this is how he impresses a miles. Show up with a corded drill. And just a big old extension cord. You know, he's going to respect the hell out of a corded uh, drill. Get yourself an old corded drill. Uh, Black and Decker. One of those <laughs> hammer drills. You know, that one of them suckers that can yeah. get through the concrete. He's going to, I mean, he might be mm-hmm. like, oh, I haven't seen one of them in a while. Let me the see other that aspect is you can't show up in clean stuff. You cannot have just bought right. this at the store. And if you do got to buy something new at the mm-hmm. store, you're going to have to rough that sucker up. You buy a tool belt, you're going to have to take a sandpaper to it, rough it up, roll it in the dirt, roll yeah. it in the mud, and all that. Otherwise, that's going to expose you pretty fast as well. Get a little 80 grit on it, okay? Don't go with a 330, you know. That's not going to help your cause. It's just going to polish it up nice. Yeah, yeah. It'll look nicer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that brings me to my next question. Do you understand the 80 grit and the 330 grit, what we're talking about? I believe so, yeah. Okay. You you know so or you believe so? I guess I believe so. I guess I can't give you a 100% satisfaction answer. We might be worse off than we thought, Charlie. Uh, it's an easy one. Easy little... F- <laughs> 80 grit is the coarsest shit. The lower the number, the more coarse. The higher the number, because all it oh, is, is yeah, all it is is a little like a, a one grit is just like a two by four. You just <laughs> shove at another two by four, you know, <laughs> and then it goes all the way up to. Sure. Uh, yeah, you get it. Well, and that's that's actually very important. You're learning a lot. You're going to have to watch a lot of YouTube because if he tells you you need to sand that yeah. before that they paint it or something oh. and he takes 80 grit to it and doesn't use the polish grit on it, yeah. that could be tough. That'll, could be bad. Yeah. Yeah. So a little little wood, you know, I honestly I think we gave him a lot right on on this deal. I agree. Yeah. Any other questions yeah. that we haven't answered for you? Um, I guess now that we kind of got the construction part taken care oh, of. Oh yeah. What are some things that I, what are some things I need to tell my father-in-law Chad he has to include in his um in his new house basically. And I will say he uses this property for hunting land. He's got 90 acres, so he spends a lot of time here hunting and we celebrate Thanksgiving and what are some things he needs to include at what he calls the new yeah, you're going to want a freezer wall. You're going to want a wall of chest freezers and none of the freezers can match and they all have to have some problem with the motor on the freezer. And they all got to be plugged into the same outlet. Yep. You got to just use an extension cords and a three prong 
Like, you know, basically, you know, no power strips either. Mm-hmm. We don't need to protect against surges out there. Yeah, no, just one of those little three splitters. Yep. Right. Lots of three splitters. Yeah. And I want each of the motors humming at a different uh, key. So I want one to be like down here, like, mo, 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 and then one up here. And every motor just a little uneven yeah. in its uh, deal, you know, it'll be a beautiful sure. freezer motor broken freezer motor symphony and it's going to hold all the deers because at any given time one of them freezers is going to go out so they're not all going to be completely filled you're just going to have to move the deer over to the one that's working yeah you're going to want yeah you're going to want like four to five on yeah and then just have one be empty because you'll know that one's going to go out and you have to do a little game of uh you know moving stuff around yeah musical musical deer freezer yeah exactly Uh uh-huh yeah and you're He's always going to be working on one. And then above that, of course, you're going to have the the trophy wall. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got the trophies up top and then the rest of the deer down below in the freezers. So make that a nice big wall. Um, that'll be okay. completely necessary. Um, Miles, what else would you toss in there? I would maybe toss in some like deep, deep red carpet. You know, yeah. it can't be like a tan carpet in there and it can't be very good carpet. It's got to be an off color, maybe a, a forest green, because that's going to match real well with the <laughs> paneling. I'm imagining they're putting up in yeah, here. You should have wood paneling on the walls and at least one wall should have a accent uh, of carpeting. So that same carpeting Miles is talking about, you're going to have a little bit extra. I have one. Uh, wall where the carpeting just kind of crawls up the wall and it's a little accent wall. Okay. That is a good point. Okay. Yeah. You're going to need a carpet wall. Yep. Uh huh. And then also, uh, you're going to want to, um, find yourself a pull tab machine, uh, either through bribing of a local bar owner or just traditional thievery and get that going on in there. Um, you will need a, um, a, constant supply of pull tabs i'm not sure how that system works you can find them somewhere yeah you'll want to figure that out before so yeah. and the one well, the, the last thing that i'll add is you're gonna none of the furniture or any decor should match if it matches you've gone down the wrong way so every chair needs to be different every table every light fixture all of it and if you can find a old neon too that'd be nice and I would even go out there right. to the Salvation Army, find yourself a nice table and sand that sucker down and uh, revarnish it as a welcome gift to your father-in-law to start the process off. It's going to cost you 10 bucks, maybe so, 50 bucks in, in sandpaper supplies and whatnot, um, varnish, paintbrush, all that, and, and give them a nice new table for the deal. That would be really, really sure. good, I think. A nice little offering there. Um yeah. Right. Aside for that antler chandelier. Um, oh, and then if one of those freezers does officially screw the pooch, uh, what you can do is cut the top off of it and then put some piping in the back and then take it into the the restroom area, which should be a bar style restroom and make that freezer a trough pisser. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. And or you could just <laughs> take it outside on the hunting land and put some tannerite in it and yep. uh blow that sucker up yeah you know what that's actually a better idea just blow it up um yeah you can find anything yeah. to be a trough if you, yeah what do you want to lug that thing to the dump no no let's just blow it to smithereens no. 
Yeah, you blow it up or bury no, it. That's okay. Oh, well, I, I appreciate all that advice. Yeah, hang oh, on. Ahead, Last piece of advice uh, on the freezer, too. Uh, you can actually uh, bury that halfway in the ground. And then pump hot water into it. Those make great hot tubs. That's the last thing I'm going to say. Uh, they're insulated, you as you know. So, yeah. And and do not take the top off because cool. that's the top of the uh, that's the top of the hot. That's your hot tub cover. Okay. Just don't lock yourself in there. All right. All right. Well, that <clears throat> it was great talking to you, and we were happy to really you know uh, give you some insight there. Yeah. Can I get a buy sell trade in real quick? Well, I suppose. I have a Kenmore electric glass top cooking range for sale. I just updated, or my wife and I just updated our appliances, and so we have our old oven up for sale. No, you don't. You have a gift to your father-in-law for the new place. Did you hear what he just said? (laughs) I did. I did. Yeah. Is it going to match the fridge or the microwave or the stove or the... Anything else in there? They're not going to be a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Does no. it match any of that? No, but that's exactly what we're looking for. And you're going to see you're going to see that man cry. I mean that glass top. Yeah. I mean you could have gotten like three hundred, yep. four hundred bucks for that thing. You know, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're yeah, off to we're a good excited start. for you, man. I think that the world is your oyster. Yeah. And uh, good luck. Got to do some research, side project, get those freezers, all that. We're excited for you. Send us a picture when Sounds it's done. Good. We'll post it. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a picture of the, uh, the finished project. Sounds good, man. Well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. You guys have a great day. You too. Now, bye bye. <sighs> you know, I, I think the first mistake that he made is uh, that he was calling it a house when it's really a hunting shack is what it's. Yeah, like. it didn't. It didn't seem like a house. I feel for the guy. You know, I've I've been um, in my life. Um, I've been in a lot of situations where I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I imagine most of the time that's how it goes. It is. But, you know, it's it's fun because then you, you learn a lot of you learn a lot of stuff, you know. I mean, um, but I think if you go into it with the attitude of I don't know anything, that's difficult. If you go into it with the attitude of I know everything, that's difficult. So I think giving them right a, down the middle, a little baseline and knowledge. you know, it's like when you go out drinking, you need a couple pizza slices of pizza and your little base layer. Something to soak it up. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise it doesn't stick on nothing like that. I, th- I hope he frames something in his garage because that'll help him quite a bit. You yeah, know, I agree. Yeah. Well, should we take another caller? I think so. Folks, we want to talk about our presenting sponsor, Nicolay Law. Nicolay or Nicolette, if you're uh, not about the silent T's. They're not your regular law firm, folks. It's run by a flannel wearing, beer drinking, beard appreciating folks he looks like uh, mr nicolay looks like he's got a good beard balm yeah oh i bet you i bet you i gotta ask him about his beard balm routine i want to ask him about that too i'm you know you know what i think he's gonna call in at some point i think um we should ask him about if he does the olive oil yeah you ever put olive oil on your beard we'll figure out what his routine is or uh Charlie, so that we can also emulate it. Because how did you forget my name, dude? I almost called you Ann. 
You almost call me and? Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to read well, into why that. Don't you, why don't you just sue me over it, okay, Charlie? Why would I sue you? Well, because then you could be represented by Nicolay Law Firm, folks. Yeah, you got injured on this podcast mentally. I did get so injured. So you need to call Nicolay Law. You better be uh, uh, scared because fear the beard, baby. Uh, the folks at Nicolay Law, they have got you covered. Everyday Midwestern folks, you know, the ones you see at the grocery store, walking the, the dog down the street, you know, chilling at the local watering hole. They know how life is in the Northwoods because they're living it, too. So if you have an unexpected accident or a uh, emotional abuse from your uh, co-host, give Nicolay a call and, and you know they're going to understand where you're coming from. And you probably already know the number to call. Their billboards are just about everywhere. Russell Nicolay is the bald fella with the beard and the sun goggles that's on 1,000 billboards in Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota. So check them out, NicolayLaw.com, or just stare out the window when you're driving down the road. Don't get injured, but if you're injured, get Nicolay. Welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. Oh, did we, hello, hello. did we catch you in the pisser? What's going on? No, I was just uh, reading. I was just almost fell asleep, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I had a beep, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you welcome. Almost fell Sorry asleep. for the language, by the way. <laughs> uh, where are you calling almost, him yeah, from? I was like, I'm calling from Norway. No oh, shit. No, no way. Norway. Norway. Uh, no shit. Norway. <laughs> yeah. So, well, this South is Norway. Okay. Well, uh, welcome to the Belly Up Podcast. This is uh, you're our first Norway, Norwegian. Your Norwegian that we've ever had call in. So this is pretty exciting. Oh, yeah. What time is it there? Oh, I was like playing nice that thing. game. What time is it there? What do you mean? It's uh, let me check the clock here. It's uh, almost seven o'clock uh, here. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, almost uh, 19 in a row. Yeah, it so is. It, I think it's like a... Yeah, it is bedtime for seven you, hours, I suppose. Seven hours difference. Yeah. yeah. Seven hours. Also, also, my dad's in the background, if you heard someone, so he was just correcting me. Oh, <laughs> tell, tell your dad we says hi. You, you guys are like... They say hi, dad. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, he's you guys are future <laughs> uh, future travelers. Yeah, what's the future like yeah, in we're Norway? Yeah, from- Oh, you know, we got flying cars, uh, robots have taken over, so that kind of sucks. I knew the robots were going to take over. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, why don't you belly yeah. up to the bar with us? Tell us what's on your mind. Yeah, no, so uh, I was listening to some uh, few episodes ago. There was this guy from New Zealand, and he asked if, like, New Zealand could be a part of the Midwest. And I was thinking... You know, why, why should Norway, too, be a part of the Midwest, you know? Okay. So it's time. It's time to state your case. See, I wanted to say it together, Miles. Oh, but you sorry. Jumped in. It is time, time to state your case. case. Should Norway be part of the Midwest? Let's hear your pitch. Well, I think. Well, I think. Well, we do enjoy. We do enjoy fishing. We fish a lot, uh, especially down there in South Norway. You, uh, we fish. We got boats. Uh, do a lot of boating. Hunting. Hunting too. We do a lot of hunting. <laughs> what do you guys hunt for? Hunting. Ah, uh, you know, we hunt, uh, you know, deer. Uh, I don't know what you... What, that, what kind of deer is it? Like, do we call them whitetails there? No, roe deer and uh, stag. Yeah, roe deer and stag and mooses. 
Oh, you got and, mooses. Uh, what's the card? Yeah, we got mooses. We hunt mooses too. You guys. So, uh, and uh, what else? And reindeer. Uh, reindeer. Yeah. If you go up north, you can hunt reindeers too. So we're kind of on Santa's most wanted list. Of <laughs> Santa's most wanted list. All of Norway. Uh, Ty, you're off to a great start. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing more Midwest than compromising Christmas for a nice reindeer. So uh, feeling right yeah. so far. Also, the fact that your dad is in the background reminding you uh, to mention hunting. Pretty damn Midwest. I would say so. I'll tell you that. <laughs> So, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah keep, you're on a roll. We're going to yeah. let you keep rolling. Yeah. What What about culturally? What okay. do you guys do for fun besides hunting and fishing? What we do for fun and hunting and fishing? Well, Norwegians really like to... Uh, drink. to yeah, we do drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't we don't say. drink uh, old-fashioned. Uh, no, we don't, but we don't drink old-fashioned. Here. here we drink more uh, gin and tonic. Gin okay. and tonics. But, uh, and so it's gin and tonic. So if you go to a bar or any restaurant, they will always have a gin tonic there. And, you know, they have like two kinds of gin tonics. They have the normal standard gin tonic. And then they have the fancy gin tonic, which is like, it's like they have like the gin tonic. And then they have maybe like a plant or like a, some berries in it to make it look fancy. Almost tastes the same. So, oh, well, putting <laughs> berries in a, in a liquor cocktail, that's very old fashioned. We do that with old fashions. Um, and we, we put veggies in, um, in Bloody Mary's. So, I mean, it's sounding like, uh, what'd your dad say? Cross country skiing. Cross country. He, oh, he keeps, uh, cross country skiing. We do. We, I don't cross country ski. You don't say. <laughs> but we do have uh, some Nordic tracks here in the Midwest. We absolutely do. In Hayward, Wisconsin, we got the Berkey Binder, which is the, uh, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, it's a big old. Um, cross- wait, 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 wait. Can you say that? Can you say that name again? The Berkey Binder? Berkey Binder. Berkey Binder. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a bit. We call it Berkey Binder. It's a. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we made a movie about that, actually. Yeah, we did. Yeah. How do you say it again? Birkebeiner. 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 yeah. Oh, you roll the R. You roll the R. Yeah, we roll the R a lot here. Birkebeiner. 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 There we go. Okay, I I have I have a question that I think um, something that the Midwest can learn from the Scandinavian countries. I don't know if you guys do it in Norway. I think this might be a Denmark thing. And correct me if I'm wrong. This might sound very foreigner of me, but does it Denmark or Norway or all you guys just leave your babies in a carriage thing? sitting outside when you go into restaurants and stuff uh yeah we do that we do that there we do we do that my my sister does it with her kid and uh like uh apparently like uh, if she tries to make him to sleep she puts him in the carriage outside and it could be like what like one minus outside or anything and it would be just fine and if we take him back inside again he just starts crying so she just puts him in back she just puts them back outside again, and then she's all fine. Then he's all fine and they're sleeping. So yeah, we do that. That, 
That is awesome. Yeah, we do that. Super badass. I heard that it's actually, I, this went viral on the internet not too long ago. And I, some of the comments, I mean, I don't know if this is true. I got it off uh, TikTok or some bullshit. I, I think that the, um, the, it's supposed to be better for your kids in some way, right? Like circulation or something. Do you yeah. read that, Miles? Yeah, I don't. I know that there's some sort of benefit. Um, <laughs> the but. benefits, they're out of the house. They're crying outside <laughs> with the squirrels. Um, that's, I don't really know. Oh, I think it was like, it also helps build their immune system. That was well. it. Builds their immune system. Yeah. Yeah. Oofta. Oh, yeah, that could be it. That could be it. You Oofta. got, you, you guys oh, say, yeah, we do say, yeah, we invented that word. We do say oofta. Yeah. We probably got we pronounce it. it as oofta. Well, yeah. and that's yeah, what, that's pretty yeah. I think your strongest argument here for being part of the Midwest is that, you know, Norwegians Based. helped build the Midwest. I mean, I mean, a lot of immigrant groups did mm-hmm. and, and Norwegians certainly part of it. There's this town in Wisconsin called Westby, Wisconsin, and they've got all these. I think, yeah, they're the Norwegian flags just sitting up there and they've got a lot of Norwegian heritage, you know, so and that's. So in reality, is it does Norway yeah. want to be part of the Midwest or does the Midwest kind of owe Norway? Midwest want to be for a lot yeah, of our maybe culture. Maybe do own Norway. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I do have a, I, I do have a grandpa lives in he lives in Wisconsin, so yeah, I guess I guess so. Where is he in Wisconsin? Your grandpa? Uh, he lives uh, in the area. He lives pretty close to a small town called uh, Hawkins. If you've heard about that, not the one from Stranger Things, but like a different place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, lives, uh, is it in the western part of the state? I don't know exactly where that is. This doesn't make good radio, but uh, you know, I'm curious. Let me ask. Hey, Dad, where does Hawking live? Does it go north or south? Or what's that again? Oh, it's went southeast of Hayward. Oh, yeah. Southeast of Hayward. So, uh, yeah. I was just yeah, yeah. in Hayward this summer, actually. So I was right by there. Yeah, oh, I go right up there um, uh, every year to go fishing over at the Tiger Muskie. So maybe we should stop by and and say hi to your grandpa, you know. It, does, does your grandpa go to the Better Keep Binda? Uh, I don't. I think he's too old to go behind I think he's too old for that. He's like almost ninety years old. But he he lives uh, he lives kind of like a bit like you know a small little farm all by himself. He uh, sometimes he drives down to Illinois, Chicago to uh, visit some friends and family over there. But he mostly keeps himself up there. Nice. So we're gonna visit him in. Uh, no, we're gonna visit him in the no. For me, my dad, my sister, and my cousins, and my cousin's grandpa are all planning to visit him and go hunting in the. In November. That oh, sounds awesome. That is going to be awesome. So a question for you. I've always wondered this. You say he's 90 years old. I feel like people in Norway live longer <laughs> than Americans. I feel like they are happier than Americans are. So to us Americans, what is the key and success yep. to long living and happiness from someone who lives in Norway? Mm, I would probably say that because we do go on a lot of walks and we do enjoy nature a lot. We uh, we go on a lot of walks, mostly like, you know, cross skiing or long hikes up in the mountains. Uh, so that's uh, that's uh, maybe could be one of the keys. So you're saying don't uh, sit on your, you're saying don't sit on your couch with your neck cranked, looking at your phone all day. Get outside and touch grass. Yeah. 
go outside, touch grass, and also visit the Norwegian fjords. Those are also pretty nice. Well, we got to get a little info on that. What is that? Uh, fjord is like, uh, I don't know how to oh, really describe it. but it's like uh, The fjords, yes, yes. Yeah, I know that. I've, I've read. Miles is looking at me confused, though, so you might have to explain it for Miles, but I'm smart. Yeah, no, I know. Just for our listeners that maybe don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, for yeah. our listeners. <laughs> Fjords is like a, I don't know, it's like a river that kind of goes between two really big mountains. Uh, that's probably where I can find most of the Americans, actually, because, uh, you know, that's the first thing they want to watch. Yeah. So, you know, big mountain, big mountains, uh, river going through it. Uh, so, yeah, that's the fjord. I'm not really good at explaining it. No, we're oh, looking yeah, at a I'm picture right at now. Yeah, Encyclopedia Britannica is really, I mean, this is pretty awesome. You know, and what you're saying about being outside, that makes sense. I learned recently that trees give off a drug. Uh, it's called like phytocides oh. or something. So, and it, it helps prevent against oh. cancer. I, re- I, I heard it. You, your TikTok looks much different than mine, Charlie. <laughs> I didn't see it on TikTok. Yeah, all right. I know a fellow who's an mm. expert said it uh, to me in something, and I don't really remember any of it. But look it up. Google it. Look up the drugs from trees as you breathe them in and no cancer or something. Google all that. See what pops up anyways. I got, uh, I got one sense. more question. Uh, you guys said that you do like to go drinking. Yeah. I feel like every other yeah. country in the world has phenomenal drinking culture chants and songs that they sing when they're at the bar all together. Does Norway have any of those? Um, uh, I'm not really an outside the drinker guy, but uh, I, I've heard one song that I know the youth likes to sing now is something about that. We're so rich that we could buy Sweden or something. <laughs> it's like, uh, we, that's on the, I don't know the song by heart, but it's like a song where you, they talk about, oh, they're so rich because we got oil and Sweden doesn't. So we can just <laughs> buy Sweden. <laughs> Is there a lot of uh, inner country uh, uh, rivalry between the Scandinavian countries? Yes. Yes, there is. We, it's not like we hate each other, but it's like, uh, you know, we just, uh, if like a Norwegian and a Swede meets each other, they will be like, ah, oh, fuck you, fuck you. Anyways, have a nice day. Fuck you. I'm sorry for the language. And you know what? Now you don't have to apologize. I think this leads into what you originally called for being part of the Midwest. That sounds very similar to Wisconsin's beef with Illinois. You know, Bears fans versus Packers fans. F you, F you. Yeah, yeah. Tell your folks I says hi. Yeah, watch for deer. You that's want another it. drink? Yeah, you want another beer? You know, F you, F <laughs> you. Yeah, that, that's. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically how it goes. Um, uh, here's uh, the real kind of like I, th- I think. Oh no! Oh sorry. Yeah. Oh, are you? Is Norway the Illinois or is Norway the Wisconsin and is Sweden like which one's the Wisconsin of the two? Oh, that's a really hard question, actually. Uh, I don't, I would say probably Norway is uh, the, I think like Norway is the, I think Norway is the Wisconsin and Sweden could be the Illinois. Yes. Okay. And I'm just going to accept that because I don't know any information on it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, 
From where I'm sitting, yeah. I think that we would gl- be glad to have you, but it kind of feels a little wrong because I feel like a lot of the Midwest came from Norway. So it's it's more so a joint venture than it is accepting you guys into the Midwest. It's more of a partnership in my mind. Yeah, we'll call it a partnership. Yeah, and before you go, I just, oh, yeah. I just wanna I just wanna hear it straight from a Norwegian's mouth. What is the definition of uh-huh. ufta? Uh the definition of ufta, that's a good one. Uh I think it's like uh it's kinda like I think it's I think it's kinda like if you say ufta, it's like oh you dropped your oh you dropped your car keys, ufta. Oh you oh you got run over by a car, ufta. <laughs> oh I'm sorry, did you Oh, I'm sorry. Did your did your wife break up with you? Usta. <laughs> I could not have said it better myself. So ufta can basically be yeah. used for anything. I mean, it's the same word you'd say if if mm-hmm. you drop your a casserole on the floor and if someone like dies, you know, it's just it's the same word. Yeah, ufta. Ufta, an all encompassing word, a beautiful yeah. word. Well, that's great. Left is Norwegian, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So here's a, I got a question for you. Do you guys eat Lefsa regularly in Norway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have like uh, all different kinds of Lefsa. We have like Lefsa with sugar on it, which is like a dessert. Then you have Lefsa that you put around the hot dog and uh, that's also pretty good. Wait, you guys eat eat Lefsa with hot dogs in them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a potato lefse. You know, you wrap it around the hot dog and it's uh, pretty good. You put like ketchup. You take the lefse, you put ketchup, you put mustard, you put like uh, uh, like roasted onion on it. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it is. Sour like Roasted onion. Sauerkraut? Is that what we call it? That? No, no. No, we don't put that on. No, no. So, so it's like uh, it's like roasted onion and uh, ketchup, mustard, and you wrap around and you eat. It. So that's kind of how we have it. That sounds awesome. Next uh, time I got left side and, um, and shrimp salad and shrimp salad too. You put it in shrimp salad, or it replaces the shrimp in the yeah. salad. No, no. We put like shrimp salad, and, like or shrimp salad. In the hot dog. Oh, this oh. is still going in the hot dog. Okay. I'm going to have to try oh, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the... Oh, yeah. And then for if dessert, you, have sugar laughs. Uh. Yes. So if you... It's because... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, you just put sugar on it? Is that it? Is that the recipe? Butter, probably. Uh, no, it, it's like a... It's probably butter. I really don't know. But, like, it's a different... It's like, there's, like, two types of laughs. If you probably go to... Uh, if you're probably in an area in the Midwest around the 17th of May, which is like the, Nor- the National Day of Norway, they, I like I, last time I was in America, that was in the 17th of May, and I was like in a like a Norwegian American uh, Norway Norwegian celebration, and then there I found the lefse, or as they like to call it, the pulse, the pulse with like hot dog. I love that, and that's really fun to. Yeah, it's really fun to go to those Norwegian uh, celebration in America, and you see, they all try to like they they find out that oh you're from Norway can I can I try my Norwegian on you? I was like oh, okay, it's like Usta Hallo Oshingord. I'm like oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. I, uh, this is awesome. Yeah, it is. And can you uh, before okay. we go, 
Can you just teach us one phrase to say to a Norwegian that will impress them? Uh, teach them one phrase that could impress uh, impress an American. Hey, Dad. Yeah. What should we te- what the Norwegian word should we teach these uh, people? <laughs> they want to impress like other Norwegians by learning a Norwegian phrase or word. Oh my goodness! Oh boy! Uh, I think about that one. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm trying to think about this. Like, uh, okay, yeah. So this is a word, like a little sentence that we always say to. So if we have a guy who comes, who's like a foreigner, and he wants to learn one Norwegian sentence or word, it's "Jeg kan ikke snakke norsk." Can you go a scotch slower on and that? And also, before we say it, what does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> I heard the dad laughing in the background. What does it mean? It means I cannot speak Norwegian. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, I That's mean, I good. guess that would be nice to know. All right. I can. Yeah, I can. One time I can. slower. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna get it, and then we're gonna let you go. Okay, okay, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to teach him that. <laughs> ah, no, teach him that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Okay. He said 50 kappa. Which means? 50 so kappa. Like, uh, 50 or 50 could mean. Oh, no, it's not, that's another word. What are you? <laughs> I really don't know, but it's like. It's like if you're being shocked or if you're having like a shocking reaction, it's like, oh, 50 kappa. 50 I really kappa. don't know what it means, though, but uh, 50 eco. Yeah, you said it. Uh, say that again. 50 kappa. Uh, no, uh, not, uh, no, not kappa, but kappa. Like uh, kappa means cat. Kappa. Uh, kappa. 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 50 kappa. 50 kappa. <laughs> It's, yeah, it means like darn it. It means like darn it. Okay. Oh, darn it. Basically. Nice word. It's a nice word. Fitikata. Fitikata. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you teaching yeah, us yeah, some yeah, Norwegian, man. That was great. Yeah, this was hey, no awesome. Problem. And I think it's time to officially make it. Norway is officially part of the Midwest. Here, here. Here, here. Yeah. Uh, now is a beer, hair, beer. Hair, yeah. Cheers to you. Yeah, I don't have a. I well, can drink some uh, Christmas soda. Yeah, uh, have yourself a Christmas beer. soda. Cheers it, raise it high. Well, thanks for calling in today, man. Hey. This was great. And uh, maybe hey, no yeah. problem. Don't be shy. Call in again. This is great. Yeah. Oofta. Hey, that oofta indeed. Have a good one. And watch out for deer. You watch, watch out, out for, for reindeer. reindeer. <laughs> we watch out for reindeer. Yeah. What? Wait, they're going to. And my dad wants to say goodbye too. Yeah. See you later, and uh, don't eat the lutefisk. Okay, <laughs> we we won't. I don't we'll have any problem. I don't have any problem with that. So. Yeah. And by the way, I just want to say this is really reiterating your stance as part of the Midwest because we're now in a Norwegian goodbye, and that's very similar yeah. to a Midwest goodbye. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That's pretty similar to. I forgot to mention that too. We. Yeah. Uh, it's got, uh, you can teach them, uh, you know, the word for balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's the word for balls? Pungin. 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 No, Pungin. 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 
Punjen. 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 Thanks for calling yeah. in. Your dad's great. You're great. No and, problem. Uh, uh, tell <laughs> your dad we says hi. Tell your dad we says bye. Oof the punyan Ludafisk. Okay, bye bye now. Yes, I will. Have a good one. Hey, hey. Bye bye now. I so many more things I wanted to ask. Well, we, I, we that's could've... one place in the world I haven't gone. I would like to go to Norway or one of those countries. Yeah, yeah awesome. We one of the fingers, that. you and me. We let's, should take this go. worldwide, Charlie. We, hey, we can. You know, we can. Let's. How about I you? think they have internet there, so you, I think we're good. Why don't we do? Uh, why don't we do it before your baby boy comes? <clears throat> we'll do a little baby moon. You and me. We'll go. Do we want to go there in the winter though, or do we want to go there in the summer? I think we gotta go in the winter. So like, we gotta go see babies sitting outside in the winter. Yeah, I do need to see that. I don't. I don't believe them. I think it's like they're just doing it for TikTok. You know. That's kind of wow. They wrap them up. They just, yeah, like they wrap them up in warm clothing and then they just leave them outside. Can the you one- imagine if people started doing that in the U.S.? People would be losing their mind. Yeah. Someone would get called for child neglect. Yeah. Do you lock them? Do you like chain no. them up like a bike? You know, <laughs> no. you know, and you don't want someone stealing your stroller, you know? So I, I, I would think here you'd have a, at least have to have a U a lock for the baby. Um, I mean, who wants to steal a baby, though? Let's be honest. It's true. The, that's like the biggest pain Maybe in the ass I, to Hey, steal. I'll start the trend with my kid. Do it. Yep. I'll just leave him outside. Yeah, well, bring him, um, bring your kid to the first. Uh, oh, well, I guess you're going to have a summer baby. Yeah, right, we'll wait till the winter. I mean, they wait can- till the winter. Yeah. yeah. Well, Charlie, I think that that was another good episode of the Bellied Up podcast. We went worldwide on this one. Punya. Yes. <laughs> we learned how to say balls in Norway. And that's why every episode of this Miles just keeps getting better and better. You know? It you just, never know who's going to be on the other line. You never do know. You never know what country they're calling in from until they say oofta. And, uh, folks, we love having you here listening. We thank you so much. We want to remind you to tip your bartender and watch for some deer. Love you guys. <laughs>